Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Friday, April 22nd. I'm Jack Vaughn. Starting out with some big chair news. College AD says the Penn State AD search should wrap up this week with the preferred candidate being a male sitting Power 5 AD. Not sure I've ever heard a report narrow a search down in such terms. College AD also lists the final three candidates at Morgan State. They are Northern Illinois Senior Associate AD and Director of Student-Athlete Academic Support Services Anton Goff, Cal State Dominguez Hills AD Dina Freeman-Patton, and Lincoln AD Harry Stinson. On-campus interviews are scheduled for this week and next. The Big 12 has selected Turnkey ZRG to assist with its commissioner search. Cal State Bakersfield President Lynette Zelezny says she will form a search committee for the hiring of a new AD with plans to have the new leader in place by the beginning of the fall semester. Lamar President Jamie Taylor digs into the opportunities awaiting the Cardinals' next athletic director with D1 ticker's Steph Garcia-Sykos. He says, To me, the potential, there's almost no roof on it. We've got great facilities, we've got in my mind some great coaches. The things that need to be fixed, they might be hard, but they're fixable. It's tough to say, oh well, you're not financing it well enough, how are we going to get money for that? That could be hard. You don't have the right facilities, well, you've got to build them and that takes several years. All the pieces are here. It's just about having that strong leader come in. The right AD could come in and very rapidly turn this place around. Taylor also discusses how athletics fits into his long-term vision for the university, the nuances of the Cardinal fan base, and how Car Sports is conducting a needs assessment to help guide the next AD. Extra Points Matt Brown and D1 Ticker's Brian Fisher uncover some details on Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren's 2020 business decision to sell some equity in the Big Ten network back to Fox after record high financial results for BTN. The transaction valued the 10% sold back to Fox at approaching nine figures, so in the neighborhood of a $5 million to $7 million cash infusion per school. Notably, University sources tell the pair the pandemic had nothing to do with the process, otherwise the conference would have exercised its rights in 2021 as well. North Dakota will bring its multimedia rights in-house, exiting its deal with Learfield. The athletic department will combine assets with Ralph Engelstad Arena in sales and marketing in an effort to streamline the process for both UND and its corporate partners. Fighting Hawks Associate AD for External Operations Kyle Doporalski says, The object is to have more flexibility and to capitalize on relationships. After months of discussion, we came to the conclusion we could do those things ourselves. It will give us more flexibility and we'll be able to control our own destiny, so to speak, in a few aspects. Per the forum's Mike McFeely, UND realized a smaller cut from Learfield netting between $275,000 and $300,000 a year because its arena situation is so fragmented. Marshall's Board of Trustees approved a nearly $318 million budget for the school, including a $34.5 million chunk for athletics. Additionally, at the request of former Thundering Herd football student-athlete and retired NFL quarterback Chad Pennington, the board voted to change the name of the university's Chad Pennington Athletic Hall of Fame to the Marshall University Athletic Hall of Fame. 
Pennington made the request because he wants attention to focus on everyone who has been inducted into the Hall of Fame since its founding in 1984. D1 Taker and Connect's Matt Roberts is joined by Pittsburgh and NC State men's soccer student athletes Jackson Walty and Leon Kampf, respectively, to add some additional context to the 21st century model for men's soccer. Walty and Kampf share the perspective of student athletes on topics such as the model's impact on academics, the physical toll of a compacted schedule, the model's effect on competitive balance, its impact on the promotion of the sport in the spring versus the fall, the ideal schedule for a student athlete, and concern about broadcast schedules. The full Q&A is now live on Connect. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T and 5 for Friday, April 22nd. I'm Jack Vaughn, and be sure to check in later this afternoon.